Hello and welcome to the Calmcast, a time to feel calm and think clearly. I'm Claire Downham, the Queen of Calm, a transformational life coach. I was a burnt out head teacher who finally made the journey to calm after years of trying and I want to prevent you from having to do the same. The Calmcast is a series of short explorations, gently guiding you back to your natural state, which is calm and clarity. Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So this episode today is following up from a survey that I carried out on um, on social media recently, where I asked people, what percentage of time do you spend thinking about your thinking? And when the results came in, I was really, really surprised to find that the, the people who responded to the survey said that they spent 60, 67% of them said that they spent at least 50% of their time thinking about their thinking. So that is half, half of their waking hours they perceived that they think about their thinking. Now, of course, if you've been listening to me for a while, you'll know that I, I know that that is a perception that people have. But even though it's a perception, it's still a very big figure, isn't it, to think that there's 60%, 67% of those people are spending at least half their waking hours thinking about their thinking. And then I wondered, of course, how, how much of their hours when they're lying in bed they spend thinking about their thinking too. <laughs> I suspect there's some of that going on as well. Um, because when we wake up in the middle of the night and we've got something in our mind, we're telling ourselves that we shouldn't have that thing on our mind and, and how ridiculous it is and why can't we get rid of it. And of course, as a result, that thing just hangs around a lot more. And I think that often feels a lot worse in the middle of the night. So what? why is it that we've got into this place of thinking about our thinking? Because don't think that it's something perhaps humans have always done or maybe they have, I think when we think back to even Roman times and we think about the great philosophers um, of, of the time, that, that thinking about thinking has been around for a really long time, probably since humans entered the kind of more intellectual world where where we did start to contemplate ourselves a little bit more and the worlds of uh, philosophy and psychology started to, to emerge but why are we, why do we think about our thinking? I think we've been encouraged to do that for a long time, um, right from being very small. I, I remember, actually, <laughs> uh, when I was a head teacher, I would say that to children. You need to go over there and think about what you've done. So, of course, the minute you're thinking about your behaviour, you're really thinking about your thinking, aren't you? Because you're trying to work out why did I do that? you know, as a child, maybe, why did I do that naughty thing? Um, what was going on there? So there's already that analysis in, in play when we're very young. So sorry, all the children who sat at the back of my office when I was a head teacher for popping that in your head. <laughs> um, but then there's 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 everything around us in terms of the, the self-development world, isn't there? Um, 
that way there's something around some thoughts are okay and some are not there's definitely a story that some thoughts can damage you almost and, and some thoughts don't so we get into this place where we we become we start to become vigilant because we've got this idea that having certain kind of thoughts is bad in some way um understandably i think because it's a very strong message that's out there so and and that's where that that we fall into that trap i think is we it starts with judgment it has to start with judgment doesn't it because if if thoughts come into your head and you literally have nothing on them you, you don't care about them you're not bothered you don't think they mean anything you you don't see them as meaning that there's something wrong with you or any of that then they will just pass through because they are you know they are like clouds thoughts that they the propensity is to pass you know it only needs a gentle breeze up there for even the most dense clouds to be to be passing by and i think those dense clouds are a metaphor probably for when we're thinking about our thinking because then we end up with these sort of clusters of thought about one particular kind of thinking don't we and i liken that to, to when it, we do have a storm when there's a lot of clouds um in the sky and they're very dense and probably a bit black and clearly the you know if you live around here they're going to produce some rain at some point and that's like what it feels like i think when we're thinking about our thinking because really here's here's you know if you imagine there's just one little thought and and that little thought actually is doing this it has it has no intention to stay inside your head <laughs> giving the thought a little personality now but it, it, it's like a cloud it's not it's just doing this but then if we spot it and we think it's not okay we've got hold of it then haven't we we've grabbed it and we're adding all this awareness and all this attention to it and all this energy to it and that makes it bigger and angrier and mean more and then we're going to go into some kind of process of trying to change that thought but of course if you're trying to change something you know, if you're trying to decorate a room in your house, your focus has got to be on that room. There's no point wanting to decorate the kitchen and sitting in the lounge. You, if you want to change, if you're looking at a thought and thinking it's not okay and wanting to change it, then your focus has to be on the thing you don't want. It's like if you are decorating your kitchen, you're looking at the colour pink that somebody put in your on your walls in 1970, and you're thinking, oh my God, I have to get rid of that. It's horrible. I want magnolia <laughs> Does anybody want magnolia these days? I don't know. But you, but the focus has to be on the space that you're trying to improve. So if you've got a thought you don't like, suddenly you're giving it all this energy and all this attention. And then a couple of things, I think, happen. First of all, the thought just seems really, really bad and it feels worse. And, and the, the thought that we prefer to have seems somehow um that we can sort of swap them in somehow but of course this thought actually is already leaving <laughs> really that's where it, it was going it was going it was gone um so there's all the meaning making there's all the judgment there's all the thinking and then there's the attempts to change it and in the meantime we've, we've created like a storm around that one thought so we notice it more 
it, let's let's just say we've discovered that we are negative thinking people for whatever reason. we've decided that we're negative thinking people because I don't think that type of person really exists. We, we we think we're negative thinking, so then we become hyper vigilant for negative thoughts. We're looking for them everywhere. We 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 would have a negative thought, which which everybody does, by the way. Um, there's just something about how seriously you take them and whether you think you've got to do something about them. And if we think we're negative thinkers who need to be better and need to improve, then we will focus on that type of thinking and we'll just notice it more. You know, the the, the I always forget the figures, but there's millions of bits of information that are available to us in any second. And, and conscious, our conscious mind can deal with about 50. We can be have an awareness of 50. So if if you're very focused on the idea you've got too many negative thoughts, then you'll see those. You'll you'll just stop seeing the side of you that's positive. You'll stop seeing your optimism. You'll stop seeing all the things that you think you'd rather have. That's just how it works. That's just how the system, the belief system works. Once you believe something to be true, your system just deletes the stuff that goes against that belief quite quite quickly actually and quite quite well without us knowing it's happening of course and this conditioned mind of ours that's 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 you know the reason why we have certain thoughts is is unable to create an objective reality it just doesn't work that way it's impossible for us to do that so there's a lot of energy being spent on trying to change our thinking and, and, and to me, there's something so much lighter and simpler, and that is to realise that a thought has no energy when it comes into your head. None at all. It's got nothing. It's got nothing. There's nothing on it at all until we bring our awareness to it and start the meaning-making machine, which we do innocently, of course. So there's something about this space that is created as we start to see the nature of thought and we start to see how this psychological system of ours is working on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. And what I've noticed for myself and my clients in terms of this is just a lot more ease around our thinking, a realisation that it can just pass, a different relationship with the same thinking. So I have some really crappy thoughts that it still always, always probably will have. But now I don't care so much about that. And because I don't care and I don't mean in make and I don't judge, they just go. It's so much simpler than this idea that it is our job to change our thinking. So just play with this. You know, what would happen if a, a horrible thought came into your head and you didn't care about it? That is utterly transformational and it's available to everybody, it really is. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.